This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is the way. We want it men. Jason, good morning. Good morning. Trying to bring the energy. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. We're recording a little early because I uh, I got unexpectedly invited to the uh, Falcons game this afternoon, so I got to leave in like an hour and a half. So, yeah, they playing? pushing it, pushing it. Yeah. Who are they playing? Panthers. Okay. Cool. That's yeah. I don't care. I like I I've learned going to Falcons games. I've got a buddy who has uh, season tickets, so I've learned. Uh, the more Falcons games I go to that it's just fun to go to a football game that you have no rooting interest in. Yeah. Just watch some good football. Yeah, absolutely. Just hang out and drink and have fun. You're right. Especially when it's like $2 hot dogs and $5 for a bottomless Coke. And, you know, I got to give it to Arthur Blank. He knew what he was doing uh, when he did that stadium. I don't like the Falcons, but I like Arthur Blank because he's, you know, he's a pretty smart businessman. Awesome. Yeah. How's, uh, how was your evening? My evening was um, uneventful. We had a, uh, my daughter had a Halloween party. So there's a bunch of kids karaoke in my house last night. Um, I was out having a fire, kind of getting out of the house. And I heard him singing, uh, was it WAP? And it, oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and so I went, and like the fire was done. So I was getting ready to come inside. So I just waited. And then uh, I came inside and then it got really quiet. And I was like, there's some singing in this house and they all started laughing. They're like, do you heard that? I'm like, I think the neighborhood heard that <laughs> you ladies were, were singing that so loud. What would have been funny is if you would have just gone and started singing with them. Yeah, no, they're high school girls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'm good. I was yeah, my, uh, It was all right. Didn't do a whole lot. Watch the Braves. Go Braves. Go Braves. You know. By this time, this is released, so we'll know who won the World Series. Hopefully, it's the Braves. Well, no, we'll have like one game left if the Braves screw things up. But right. anyway, knock on wood, they're not going to mess it up because you know how Atlanta sports goes. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's break that habit. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be fun to watch them win. Um, but it's going to be like midnight tonight, so it'll be a long night. Mm-hmm. Do you hear that clicking or is it just me? I don't hear any clicking. All right. It must be just me. My headphones may be clicking. Maybe but, it's uh, your jaw. Oh, it might be. I am getting old. Got the lock jaw going. But uh, yeah, so I guess we'll see. I hate these. Hold on. Bad. Hey, it's gone. Yay. So I just unplugged and replugged my headphones. and It's gone oh. now. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah. No, nope, it's back. It's got to be my headphones. F it. Let's just go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, dude, dude, I can't believe yesterday. Cause like yesterday morning, well, yeah, Friday was it Thursday night. You messaged me saying, yeah. Hey, there's a big yard sale, like 40 minutes North of the house. So we went up there and getting up at five 30 on a Saturday to go to a yard sale. I, I'm still confused that it was yesterday that we went on that yard sale. Yeah. We felt like it old ladies. Like, yeah. <laughs> You know, we get there at seven and you're like, I hope there's nobody there. And it's full of people and nobody was messing with the Star Wars stuff. So yeah. that was nice. Yeah, you had a bunch of vintage Star Wars. I picked up a couple pieces from that. And really, not many people were looking for that. They're looking at other things. And I'm like, you guys don't see the gold on the table for the great prices? Yeah, he had pretty good pricing. He had a, um, what, mid-on-card pop-up 
R2 for like a thousand bucks, which yep. is a really good price. And then he had a, uh, I think a Death Star, Death Squad Commander for like five, but I didn't pay attention to it. So I don't know yeah. what kind of card it was. I thought that might, you know, depending on the it was card. It a Star Wars it, card. Oh, was it a Star Wars card? Yeah. Well, there you go. That's how much I paid attention to it. But he had a Boba Fett with the blaster for 50 bucks. Right. I mean, what? loose, but he had some great prices. Yeah. Maybe I should have looked at that more if it was a, but I didn't have the 500 bucks to spend on a minimum card. No, me either. Or a thousand. Right. Now I picked up a Lobot with a blaster, EV99, Klaatu, um, 21B, and then one of the Ewoks. I can't remember which one, but they all had their original, well, not the, the droids, obviously, but the, the figures had their original blasters and spears and stuff like that. So I felt like I got a pretty good deal out of that. Yeah. I was very happy. Yeah, what, and then, uh, yeah, I picked up, what did I pick up? I picked up like a bag of Galactic Heroes. The dude had them marked for like four bucks. So, yeah. And then I picked up the, like a Back to the Future wax pack and then a uh, like an old school Star Wars watch. I'd been looking for one of those and he had one for cheap. So I, I picked it up. Did you find um, out if it worked? No, I did not. Have to change a battery out. Yeah, I just, it, it sucks because you go to these places that say, uh, $2 for a battery change, and then you bring them, and they're like, oh, we had to unscrew an extra screw, so instead of $2, it's $20, and you're like, the watch ain't even worth 20 bucks, man. Right. It, it, I got burned by that one time, and it ended up being like 100 bucks to change out some batteries. And, Dang. Yeah, because I brought them like four watches. I also got a Vader case for 5 bucks. Nice. I mean, you can't beat that price. <laughs> it's in decent shape, um, but, I mean, it's just a display piece. I don't need the inserts for this one. Someday yeah. I hope to get it completed in the box kind of stuff. Well, I know somebody who has a few of them. Yeah. yeah when I get to that point, I still owe that person some money. So <laughs> I'm on a payment plan. So I've started paying that person back. Don't feel bad. I was on a payment plan with him too. It took me a long time to pay him back, but he's a good guy. Did you uh, get anything else this week? Yeah, I got a, uh, because of uh, Macari. And talking to you about the uh, Micro Machines Wampa Head playset, yeah. I picked up one of those on Macari. My wife had been looking at it for a, probably like six months. And then all of a sudden she's like, oh, you really want, I guess they're hard to find. You had told me they were hard to find. So my wife's like, oh, let me make a deal on this one. And it was still sealed in the packaging, which it's cool and bad in the same uh, vein because you want to open it up and look at it. But the collector in you is like, don't open it up. They were They were sold in Pizza Hut. And then there was a massive set with all of them. And that one goes for like three, $400. The whole set? Yeah. Wow. With all the heads, all the miniature transforming play sets. Okay. I'll have to pay attention, see if it sets the Pizza Hut logo on it. Well, if it's in a baggie, it's a Pizza Hut one. Okay. Yeah. Well, that makes it even cooler. Then it's the pizza. I, I kind of, for some reason, I guess, because I did the Burger King stuff and then I got a bunch of Back to the Future um they did a bunch of McDonald's did a bunch of back to the future toys. So I guess mm -hmm. if it goes in the food thing, it, I need to leave it in the bag. So it kind of covers a wide range of stuff for me. And then they had there, a, I, huh? Wasn't there like a dock and a train McDonald's toy? It was doc in the DeLorean, uh, Marty on the hoverboard, Einstein in the train. And That's then right. whatever that little kid from the car, it was, it was all based on the cartoon. Yeah. The animated series. And then uh, the little kid in a bathtub. Okay. Yeah, but I think I, I had I, Einstein in the the train. Yeah, and I've got the full run, and I'm starting to find uh, a couple of baggy. Uh, some uh, I'm trying to find a full set still in a bag, and then uh, my wife actually picked up one of the McDonald's, you know, the, the Happy Meal boxes, picked one of those up, and then I've actually I've got a hard copy of the dock. So it's like a, a one and a half up, or it may be a two up, but it's mm -hmm. a little bit bigger than what the dock is for the uh delorean so that's kind of cool and it's a different color and you could just yeah. tell it's hand painted and it's, it's pretty cool that was a deal or no deal so if you don't want to spend money stay off a deal or no deal yeah it's tough that one's tough <laughs> a lot it of does, good stuff on deal or no deal did that uh painting ever sell but that art not that i could see there was like a pm me okay pm sent but then there's it's not marked sold so I don't know if it ever did sell. the The last bid was at four hundred bucks, and I'd be surprised if it sold for that because I think it's worth, like I said before, five hundred. 
Wow. But this was, uh, speaking of Wampa art, it, this was the Wampa head, it was a, a original concept or the original drawing of the Wampa head and all, yeah. all the pieces and stuff. And Errol McCarthy yeah. did a bunch of drawings for those. And yeah, so that was the Wampa. I've seen the Chewbacca one in person. That one's pretty cool too. Awesome. Yeah. Is that it, all it you picked been, up? Yeah, that's all. Well, oh yeah, I did. My Bill and Ted, I'm sure they're tired of hearing about it, but I picked up uh, some Bill and Ted EPs, some, uh, and then Bill, one of the, uh, I got a non-sonic welded Bill, so I was able to take them apart and uh, display them where you could see the mechanism that makes everything work. So I've got them displayed. He's right there for people that are not watching us on video. Right. Uh, so I'm able to display them backwards and you can see the, the workings of the inside of them, which is pretty awesome considering it, you know, it was what in the 90s. So Jesus, 30 years ago, God we're old but uh you know just the working mechanisms how they got it all to work is, is pretty cool uh and then what what stinks is when you buy eps you just got to kind of take people's word on them and be like right. i got this from the kinder guy and so it's an ep uh which is a um shoot engineering production pilot. Sam, engineering pilot there you go which is like one step away from a uh from the production so there's really you can't really tell unless you have somebody saying this is an ep right uh so you got to have provenance and I've, I think I've got enough provenance for it, but I don't, I don't, I don't know if it'll hold up in court or not, but I've got PMs. So maybe I've been thinking I need to print all those PMs out and just keep them just in case. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you pick up anything else? Oh yeah. It's been a busy week. Oh, Hasbro has been nailing the shit out of us lately. Yeah. A lot of good stuff though. So, I mean, we're talking about Happy Meals and McDonald's had their 50th Disney, Walt Disney World 50th anniversary figures in there. And there was 50 different characters. There's like six or seven characters a week. And so I did manage to track down a BB-8 and R2-D2, which were the only two Star Wars figures available. Um, uh, we, we started earlier in the month and man, you know, I'm like, I go into the the whole happy meal thing whenever there's a star wars happy meal i go into this thing like very excited like oh cool i'm gonna get the star wars things out of the happy meal but then like four or five happy meals in i'm like oh this, this sucks mcdonald's ugh. mcdonald's so does then, suck yeah so i got the the bba and then i'm like i'm i'm done i'm not doing this anymore i'll, I'll find r2d2 someday down the road at some toy show um and that's that's it so i gave up and then um i was i was where was i you were at the toy show the toy show and then my wife said happy meals were buy one get one and so they got my daughter a happy meal they they got two happy meals and they both had r2d2 in it so i was happy that i got that without having to eat more happy meals so i got that <laughs> i got that this past weekend and then like you were saying hasbro's hit me hard this week um as far as black series i got the mandalorian artillery trooper which is a stormtrooper with the mustard yellow markings from that one episode of the Mandalorian where the Razor Crest gets annihilated. Spoiler alert. It's too bad. It's been a year. What? Yeah, it's been a year. Anyways, I really like that that figure. And I'm like, that Hasbro's gonna jump on that one because it's just a regular stormtrooper, just repainted. Um, but it did it turned out really well. I like the the yellow on on white. Um, and then uh, Walmart sent me the Bad Batch crosshairs in his Imperial dark gray outfit that looks like a stormtrooper clone trooper i got the rex from bad batch with his poncho and then i also got the uh imperial shock trooper with the bad batch um box box art do you feel bad you had to buy a whole new out uh rex just to get the poncho when you put it that way yes but in the <laughs> box it looks pretty cool so i'm not that upset okay i'm trying to be more positive i'm, I'm trying to change my attitude when it comes to hasbro I mean, we've established a couple of things and I don't want to go down this road again, but, you know, I'm sure Disney has them by the throat and they're doing their best. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Well, yeah, I, I just I'm going to I'm going to say it real quick and then we're going to move on because, you know, like I said, I'm sure people, you know, it's hard to do a cat hat podcast where you're bitching about Hasbro every week. But the they saw they just released a HasLab proton pack for Ghostbusters at 400 bucks. That's awesome. It's got lights and sounds and all kinds of crap. And we get a Rancor for 350 that does nothing but sit, stand there. 
Well, I'm sure we're going to hit those those goals, those tiers. It's slowed right. down right now, but we're going to eventually hit those tiers, and we're going to get more things. But you got to remember, like Disney's shaving off the top of that, so I'm sure they're getting like 75 bucks for each Rancor set they're sold. Right, I'm sure they are something like that. Well, I've I've learned that you just the Star Wars tax. Now it's a Star Wars tax on top of everything else because you yeah. can see something. You, I'll use a watch for an example. You know, you're looking at a watch and then you see the Star Wars version of that same watch and it's $50 more just because of the paint deco. So thanks, Disney. Yeah, yeah. So I think Hasbro just passed along that cost to the consumer instead of eating it, you know? Right. I did go grab my my Wampa head and it does not say anything about... Uh, Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut on it. I'm pretty sure it's a Pizza Hut thing, though. Like you Oh, well, I believe you. Yeah. The only thing that sucks is they put that on it, put a tape staple through it with uh-huh. the, but I'm just going to leave it because I don't want to ruin the bag. Yeah. There's some sort of blue uh, piece of paper on it that says 1998 Star Wars Micro Machine Wampa for those listening. And then they just stapled that, that sheet of paper onto the Wampa itself. Right. So it would have been like at a, at a flea market or something. Not on the Wampa itself, the bag for the Wampa. Right. The bag for the Wampa. So yeah, you got to love it when people mark the crap. But it's still a cool. It's a badass looking little head. But I've got I got you know logos and stuff. I may flip it around. I don't know. I may open it. I may leave it alone. I may try to find one. I may. I don't know what I'm gonna do with it. If it was um, vintage, if it was from the '70s, there's no way in hell I'd open it. By the way, but it's from '96. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, Tim Connor. Thank you, Tim. Uh, got me the. Vintage collection, Shore Trooper, carbonized. Um, got that at Walmart. He picked an extra one up for me, and they dropped it off in the mailbox. And uh, I picked it up. And my wife was in the car with me, and she looked at it. She goes, oh, that's pretty because he's like gold. He's got like a gold body. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, yeah, it is pretty. It's just it doesn't look like whatever. But it, it is a Shore Trooper, so I'm happy to have that as part of my collection now. And then all of my PulseCon stuff has arrived. So I got the Trapper Wolf Black Series. It's got a great likeness of Dave Filoni. I've got the Emperor's Throne Room. Unfortunately, they they taped the box together. So I'd have to like... It's got a sleeve. And then once you open the sleeve, um, it unfolds. But the sleeve has been taped to the box. So I'm mm. just like, oh, come on, man. It would have been easier just to slide it off. They didn't they didn't tape the sail barge, which made it easier to open. And then finally, um that thing looks impressive. Speaking of that emperor's it throne, it 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 looks like it would take a lot of room up on a on a shelf, like take up a whole shelf. Yeah, it's pretty thick. And then uh it's there's no plastic involved. So if you've paid attention to what Hasbro's been doing lately with the Power Rangers and some of their Marvel um exclusives, they've they made it look like a VHS. And then you pull off the sleeve for the VHS and then the figures inside and it's very little plastic involved. So this whole nostalgia VHS stuff, I think, is just a a disguise to reduce the amount of plastic they use in their um, action figure uh, packaging. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm interested in those because, you know, now, at least when you were displaying your Black Series stuff, you had you could see the figures. Now, how the hell are you going to see the figures? I guess you're going to have to take the packaging out and opening them or, you know, it'll take twice the room now if you want to just, you know, people to see the figures. Right. That's what the, but that's what I'm curious about, about the, because uh, they're doing that with the retro, I mean, the droids Boba Fett was the first one that I'm going to have that they've done that with. And yeah, it looks like it'll take up a hell of a lot of room. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Mm-hmm. I got the Dave Filoni, Trapper Wolf, uh, action figure black series i don't can't remember if i mentioned that but that is another relatively short on plastic thing but that that's just like the cad bane and the armor that they've done in that that line um so that's cool and then finally i got the cantina showdown power of the force 2 and that, that is freaking huge it's huge it's impressive it's got that metallic kind of shimmer to it that they've been doing lately for these convention exclusives um <clears throat> it looks just like the power of the force 2 uh except that they're not posed like they were in the um, power of the force 2 line they're they're in the similar position so it's doctor from left to right 
Dr. Cornelius Ezevan, Panababa, and then Ben Kenobi, but they're not in the posing. Um, but they are very impressive figures. I compared Ben Kenobi to a previous release of Ben Kenobi, and it looks just like Sir Alec Guinness now. They've really upped the face deco, the, the, the face printing technology. It looks just like him. It's an incredible action figure. I was just, when I got it, I'm like, oh, geez, another Ben Kenobi, because I think they've released just as many old Bens as, as Boba Fett's now, but it looks great. So I'm very happy with that set, and I, I had to find a place on my shelf to make sure that I could see it from my desk, because it's just, it hits all the notes for me. It's the nostalgic of Power of the Force 2, it's the cantina, it's aliens and creatures, and it's it's great. So are you going to try to get another one, or five, so you can open them and build the uh, bar? No. I, I, they sold out. They were one of the first to sell out. Wow. I think it sold out within like 10 minutes, whereas the other two were up there for a while. 10, 20 minutes, something like that. Yeah, my wife got to feel the uh, the disappointment of the having something in your cart and it sell out while it's you're yeah. checking out yesterday, or Friday it was, because uh, she's a big... Uh, I was going to say Star Wars fan, but a big Gremlins fan and, and Monster High did a did like an adult version of one of their dolls and uh, it was Greta and she wanted it because that was our dog's name that passed away a few years ago and she had it in her cart ready to go and as she's checking out it update oh cart updated it sold out so she was kind of pissed and it, yeah. that thing it sold out in like five minutes that's never fun I've tried that with Mondo posters Mondo's kind of uh, Mondo Tees, they've kind of uh, backed down on the posters. They they used to be known for their posters. And I have a friend who's got a Jaws poster he bought like for 50 bucks. It's now worth a couple thousand. Mm. And they had Star Wars ones. They've had pretty iconic Star Wars ones. Um, and you would get it in your cart and it's then it's sold. Like, why even bother? Right. It's the freaking bots. Yeah. It's the robots. They're like, I'm going to buy this before the humans. Yeah. And it's already on eBay for like 150 bucks, so uh, you know, which is double what the thing was originally. So, gotta pay for your bot somehow. Yeah, awesome. Because you could buy two; they let you buy two. People were doing it. I was gonna open those hyper reels that I picked up from Ollie's, but my wife's like, "Don't do it! Don't do it!" So <laughs> they're not opened. Oh, um, she's like, "Where are you gonna put all the? Because it comes with extra hands and extra heads, so you can." At least Luke came with an extra face, and uh, I was just gonna put them in baggies. But so they're just on the shelf right now. I haven't opened them. Maybe someday I will. I'm trying not to be precious about those. Yeah, those are cool. I, I like I said, I just couldn't. I saw the Luke, and I couldn't find a Vader, but it was just that I'd rather there's something else I'd rather spend my money on. And that's pretty much it for the week. I've started um, expanding some of my hanging space in my room, getting it ready for the winter social and trying to clean up a bit. So, um, but that's about it. Awesome. Yeah. I, I, I do have a question. I was uh, scanning Facebook, just looking for stuff. And I saw a picture of you with a really bitching mustache at work on Friday. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I was Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't figure out if it was that. I, I was like, is it Stan Lee or what, no, what are was, you going for? Yeah, it was Ted Lasso. I had the aviators. I had a, like, he's got the white shirt, white colored shirt with a sweater on top of it. I produced a sticker, uh, AFC Richmond sticker, which is the team, the soccer team. Slapped that on. Um, I had the white sneakers and the khakis. So I looked just like Ted Lasso, but the problem was not many people have watched Ted Lasso. Oh. Uh. Cause it's on Apple streaming. Right. And they're like, Oh, that looks great. Who are you? I'm like, I'm, I'm Ted Lasso. Watch the show. People. It is the first season alone is amazing. It's just, it's great. I heard you could sign up for like three months free on Apple. So I, I, I need to do that. Do that. Watch the first two seasons and then uh, let it go. I, there's other things on Apple, but Ted Lasso is by far the gold, the golden cool. show, the, the stranger things of the apples. Well, I, I'll have to check that out because we're always looking for stuff to stream. I was talking to my wife the other day. We were going to look for something to find because we cut the, cut the cord, but we didn't really cut the cord. We still have like the local, like very, very basic cable. Yeah. And I told her, I said, the only time I miss it was I was trying to find the Braves game a couple of days ago and it was on, on TBS and we don't have oh. TBS. And I'm like, what the heck? 
and you know bugger with the office marathons on uh comedy central but i did sign up for uh peacock the and the basic package of peacock has like the first six seasons of the office on it so i can bugger that way yeah yeah we get peacock for free because we have comcast i need to cut the cord but i'm too lazy yeah well when she told me it was like two hundred dollars a month for cable and internet i was like oh my god like just, you know, just bringing the basic package down at it, you know, saved us like 75 bucks a month. Yep. But 75 but bucks to time... go to action figures. Yeah, buddy. And we're getting our house refinanced. I was like, ooh, that's more money for action figures. She's like, pump the brakes, buddy. Yeah, we got our house refinanced and then we bought a car for my daughter. So I'm breaking <laughs> even. Could have been worse. Could have been more money if we had not re- refinanced, but. Yeah, we broke even, so we're good. Yeah, I was like, sweet. Now I can go to celebration, and I could do this, and I could do that. And she's like, wait a minute. We got a lot of stuff we got to pay for, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, we're not doing this, so you can go buy more crap. Like, Thanks. Um, just wanted to think. We have some new listeners. Um, the show's growing, so if you're joining us for the first couple of times, welcome. Yeah, thanks. I'm, uh, I'm Jason, and I'm a modern collector. <laughs> get some vintage stuff on the along the way right i'm glenn and i collect bill and ted what the hell star wars most excellent i did um i'm speaking let me shoot hold on i'm trying to find i got it ah sometimes instagram just messes with me i want to see who uh eddie e double on instagram he sent me a nice little uh just hey thanks for the follow big fan of the podcast keep up the great work so e double on instagram Thanks for the uh, for the message. Awesome. So yeah, awesome. if y'all got any, you can you know you can find us on Smuggler's Galaxy, on all the social media platforms. Twitter, Yay. Insta, Facebook, YouTube. Although we haven't posted to YouTube in a while. No, we haven't. We've been. Oh, I've been lazy giving post, give sending you the videos, and you haven't. You've been lazy bugging me to give you the videos. So yeah. Well, let's get a, a guest and then we'll have another video. Awesome. We'll do that. We got to get a guest though. So if, if you want to come on the podcast, message us. And you can come on the podcast. Yeah. You got to message us with the topic though. Right. Say what you want to talk about and make it be good. And you can come on. Smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Just want to make sure we have a goal as to what we're talking about and where we're going. Right. So, so well, I just real quick before we get in the main topic, what, uh, cause it is Halloween. We, uh, you know, you just did your Ted Lasso thing. Yeah. Um, crap, Ted Lasso costume. What's your, what was, what was your favorite Halloween costume growing up? Um, I didn't do a lot of Star Wars growing up. I did Indiana Jones at one point, which was cool. Hold on, start over again because my internet just really effed up. Yeah, you froze. So I was yeah. like, is he still hearing me? No, growing up, I didn't do a lot of Star Star Wars. I did uh, Indiana Jones. I did Link from the Legend of Zelda. Those are some of my favorites. Um, but um, one of my one of my all time favorites. I made a uh, Empire State Building uh-huh. costume for myself, and I put like a hat on, and I made like a cardboard hat to make like this the uh, for lack of a better term the summit of Empire State Building, and then I got little model airplane little airplanes, and I just took. Um, string uh, wire from the top and just made the airplanes kind of like go around my head and then my young my daughter who was probably about one at the time we got a uh-huh. gorilla costume so then i would just i would just hold her on my side so she looked like king kong climbing up the empire state building um that's one of my all-time favorites that's awesome yeah yeah i wish i had that kind of creativity probably my one of my favorites, actually, we borrowed it from somebody, but at the time, uh, this was back in the 80s, somebody had done a full-size Ewok costume, yeah. and I, I borrowed that for a few few things, so that was kind of cool. Was that one of those Ben, uh, Ben? No, this was like homemade. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, they used to make um, templates, fabric templates. Uh, there's, you know, the big ones you would go into Joanne Fabrics. And you can pull out like fabric um, patterns to make Renaissance costumes, and what? And they have like knockoff Lord of the Ring costumes, and 
whole bunch of stuff and they used to have an official like Ewok costume pattern that you would cut out with fabric and make so maybe that's what it was it was pretty yeah it has to be it was pretty pretty epic it was uh but it, it was furry it wasn't like normal you know somebody had gone and spent some money on it mm-hmm. so i guess i was like the first furry back in the 80s <laughs> i never got one of those ben Oh, there's Ben Cooper and Don Post. I'm getting those confused. I never got one of those Ben Cooper ones, but those masks, I've had costumes like that. And those masks, the eye holes would like cut into your eyes. Yeah. And then as you breathed out, the moisture would get stuck on the plastic and then your just face is covered and, and it felt like sweat. It was just disgusting. Yeah. These kids today don't know that joy or, no. you know, having mom, that's some of my favorite, even, even today, some of my favorite cosplay is when people cobble stuff together, you know, and try to try to do it as cheap as possible, but make it look good. Yeah. That's some of my favorite stuff. In high school, I got the Don Post. It's got a 1995 copyright on it, Boba Fett mask. Uh-huh. And it used to fit me in high school, but I guess, I guess your brain doesn't, your head doesn't stop forming until you're like age 25 so it doesn't fit my head anymore so i have it on the shelf and i used to think it was an incredible mask until the hasbro boba fett mask came out which does fit me i just don't have a costume worthy of of that right mask but well you could do what i did i got a hawaiian shirt that has the same colors and just wear that and consider myself like boba fett on vacation when i cosplay too too cold tonight to do that because it is halloween for us i know by the time People listen to it. It's birthday week, and we're closer to Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, Thanksgiving's it's... the next holiday than, than Halloween, but right, yeah, it's our birthday. Yeah, it's crazy that our birthdays are just one day apart. Right, because yours yes. is the fifth, and mine's the sixth. Yeah, you've got the Saturday. Yeah, that'll be fun. Day I've got drinking, a work probably. Day. Well, you know, that's when you just take the day off. Yeah, I'm shaving that time though. Yeah celebration world yeah we'll see yeah looks like you're frozen again you hear me okay no i'm i hear you good i don't know what's going on dude maybe i'm cursed maybe i need to like up my uh change my stuff on my internet and make it to where i can uh do the uh do the make my stuff a priority yeah you don't even have anyone streaming video games like I do right now. Dude, I don't know what it is about my internet down here. I go and it sounds great. And I get a good, uh, you know, do the speed test. I got a good speed. And then I get down here and it's just like, you know, you suck. You might need a booster. I don't know. I've tried doing a boost. Boosters and I probably have to spend money on. Uh, you have Comcast. Um. No, I have uh, AT&T. Okay. Never mind. Comcast has a nice booster. And this is turning into an advertisement for... Anyways, back to Star Wars. <laughs> Anyways, today's yeah, sponsor is Skillshare. Skillshare. No, <laughs> now, we were going to talk about home releases. Um, when do you... Do you remember the first time you saw Star Wars at home? Um... I think it was always kind of at home. I don't remember. I mean, the first time I really remember making it a point to watch Star Wars was when I had my wisdom teeth removed at like 15 or 16. And uh, we went and rented Star Wars to hold all three movies because, you know, you can't do anything after you get all your wisdom teeth removed and just set up a TV in my bedroom and watch Star Wars. So, that I mean, that's like the first time I purposely watched it. But I remember it always, you know, you, you see it on TV or you know back you know movie of the week type stuff but uh yeah but that's just my, my first specific time was wisdom teeth i remember the holiday marathons um they used to play them on tv in a row uh star wars empire and then return of the jedi and so you would just sit all day and it was usually either thanksgiving or, or christmas that they would play so you would just turn it on that's since been replaced by 24 hours of a christmas story but um, yeah, I remember watching them on TV like that. Like, I don't remember having VHSs until uh, ninety was it ninety five when they they touted the the original one last time before the special editions. I remember getting it on VHS then. I don't think we had it before then. 
Right. Yeah, I, I've the first time I actually bought the VHS was with the uh, the you've got it listed. It's actually listed here. It was when I guess Sam's did a did a did a uh, a pack, and I remember buying it then. Yeah. In '92, the Letterbox Collector Edition. It was the first time I remember actually owning Star Wars. Yeah. I've since picked up those three. So I have those three still in the package, still wrapped in plastic uh, from 92. But that's not the first release on VHS, surprisingly. So in 77, yeah. Ken Films, which I've never heard of, released a Super 8 version of Star Wars. So you could get it in black and white. You can get it in color. So you would be able to project it from your, you know, back then you would have a V8. Uh, a super eight excuse me um recorder you would you know film recorder and you would record home videos home movies and then you would um develop the film then you would need a projector to play it so i just think it's all part of that so you can just play star wars on that and some of it had sound some of it didn't have sound so that was available and then in 79 um, the making of star wars which is a great i wish i had that on uh, a digital format I haven't seen that in such a long time was released on VHS and Betamax. And for those that don't remember Betamax, it was very much like VHS, but it was a Sony product. There was a, a format war between VHS and Betamax and VHS finally won. Um, but Betamax was sold all the way up until 2002. So they were selling it for up until the dawn of DVDs. Um, they just weren't widely available like uh, VHS was. But Sony comes back, spoiler alert, those Blu-rays were a Sony product versus, I don't remember if you remember, I don't know if you remember this, um, high-def DVDs. Yes. There was a format war between them. And it's my understanding that the high-def DVDs were better than Blu-ray, but Sony won. Right. Well, it's Sony. And and I also remember something about some, like you can rent DVDs or something where you get a physical copy and you can only play it for so long and then you had to return it or something crazy, but that didn't know. last long either. No, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, they, they do a lot of things to try to prevent piracy. And so they do crazy things that end up, you know, the consumers don't like them and they just drop it or it wasn't as, as effective as they anticipated. In 82, yeah. Star Wars was released on VHS, Betamax, Laserdisc, CED, and V2000 tape cassettes. And then in the 84, Empire was released on those same formats. And then 86... Star Wars uh, Return of the Jedi was released on those formats and then Star Wars was released in Japan on Laserdisc and this was the first time it was available in letterbox format and so letterbox means that they, you have the black bars in the top and the bottom of the screen they've kind of like in terms of the screen itself they kind of zoom out and they add those black bars so you can see everything that was captured in the film cameras whereas what they call pan and scan um it would fill up your entire screen, but you'd be missing something off the left and the right. And then it was up to the people who made the VHS to either capture something on the left screen, capture something on the right. And that's what they called the pan and scan. So they would pan between things to make it work in VHS or the full full screen format. Right. You 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 youngins that don't know, we, we used to have square televisions. Yeah. Not these rectangular ones that we have nowadays, which are great because now you can see yeah. the aspect ratios change. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you ever watched Star Wars in, in Letterbox? It had to have been uh, one of the releases. I'm looking at my v VHSs right now, and I'm I have the uh, I think it was the special editions, maybe. Uh huh. Or maybe I did get the '95. I think there was a Letterbox version. Maybe I got it then. But yeah, I remember like watching the AT-AT scene where they're coming down on Hoth and, and all of a sudden there's like three people in the cockpit and you're like, what the hell? Where where did the third person come from? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that though. I, I think the special editions was the first time I saw it on the big screen. Yeah, that, that was for me was the special editions because if okay. Star Wars was back, you got to go see it. Yeah, absolutely. 87, Empire and Jedi were, were released on Laserdisc in Japan. 88, they released droid cartoons in Europe and Australia. Um, There's four different versions on VHS, and there was also six volumes of the Ewoks cartoon. 
In 89, Star Wars and Return of the Jedi were released on widescreen format on Super 8 film. Um, Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back received their first U.S. release of Laserdisc in widescreen letterbox. Um, Let's see. I'm going through Wikipedia right now and just trying to power through it. We're we're almost to 95, so we can get into the more. I remember this. I remember that. So uh, 1990, Empire was released on Super 8. Return of the Jedi was released on Laserdisc and widescreen for the first time. The Ewok movies, uh, Caravan of Courage and Battle for Endor were released on VHS and Laserdisc. And then uh, in the U.S., six volumes of Droids and Ewoks were released on VHS. In 92, the original trilogy was released on letterbox format, um, which were derived. And so they do this a lot. They'll, they'll remaster it. They'll release it on Laserdisc. And then they'll, um, they'll change it for VHS. or they'll just use that transfer to use on VHS so they don't have to remastered each time they release a format so if they've done laserdisc a couple years ago they'll just use that version and just plop it on vhs um in 92 that was the first time they had the star wars to jedi the making of a uh, saga which is a great doc um i think that one is narrated by mark hamill whereas the making of star wars has r2d2 i think that was like a cbs special with r2d2 and c3po talking about the making of Star Wars. It's hmm. been a while since I've watched that one too. Yeah. In 93, the definitive collection was released on Laserdisc. Um, this included a booklet and a hardcover book that covered the first 20 years of Lucasfilm. And I think this version has like an hour of deleted footage. Oh, wow. I don't know if you've seen that. It was just like a straight cut of Luke and Yoda talking. There's different takes and stuff like that. I think it's available on YouTube. I've seen some of it somewhere. And I didn't have Laserdisc, so it is available somehow. And in 1995, I remember this as a kid. I was 15 years old. The original trilogy came out on VHS, the One Last Time campaign with the faces. You know, Star Wars had Darth Vader and Empire Strikes Back had a Stormtrooper. And then um, Return of the Jedi had Yoda's face. And that Return of the Jedi, Yoda was used in Step Brothers by John C. Riley. He wore the shirt at the end of the movie. Um, but I, I was I'm on a boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat. <laughs> um, uh, these are probably the most iconic of the yeah. of the of the lot. Those because they I think they're still kind of using those that imaging today, like 20 years later. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think it's hit that 20 year nostalgia mark. Um, but I always wondered, like, what was the original one last time? Are they not going to release this anymore? Like, is this the last time I can get it? And they didn't really promote, like, we're changing things up. It's just get the original one last time. And so I was just like, oh, I got to get it then. So, yeah, I remember this whole campaign. I have the standee uh, from the video store when, when you would pick up your copy. There was a standee of Star Wars trilogy with Darth Vader kind of popped out from the background of like a back shiny background. I have that standee. I have the window display from this campaign, the VHSs. Um, you would put this in a window at your video store to kind of attract people to come in. Um, it's transparent. I've mentioned this before. So I have that. And I, I created a, a frame for that. So that's displayed. The only place I could find it, find a spot was in my garage. So you'll see it, the winter social and the uh, fall crawl if you come attend that. Um, let's see. So that was released on, on Laserdisc as well. So I have that. I have that version of uh, Return of the Jedi on Laserdisc. Nice. In 96, they released more droids and VHS uh, on VHS and Ewoks on VHS. 97, um, the special editions were released on widescreen was in silver packaging and gold was the pan and scan version. But the special editions were released shortly after the theatrical version and, of the movie. Yeah, you see these all the time in uh, flea markets and and uh, stuff. Antique People, malls and flea markets are yep. full of these things. Yep, yep. So it's pretty iconic. It's got it's kind of borrowed from the imagery from that one last time campaign. Uh, Darth Vader's like on the outside of the box, and you would pull open the box, and the, the VHSs were inside that use your imagination I've probably got four or five versions of these because yeah people keep buying them for me 
Yeah, I have both versions, the pan and scan and the white white screen version. Yeah. Um, then the uh, Phantom Madness came out in 2000 on VHS and Laserdisc. There was a widescreen collector's edition that I have um, that had extra footage from the pod racing scene, which I, I believe is just part of the movie now. Um, George was, again, tinkering with things, and he decided to include some of the things that he cut out from the theatrical version. And so there's just more um, prep going into the pod race scene. You see more of the pod racers getting ready. There's extra nonsense, I guess, for lack of a better term. There's some some of the race that's included, some additional scenes from the race that's included. Um, but yeah, it's just George being George. Right. Uh, and then 2001, The Phantom Menace was the first Star Wars movie released on DVD. So that came out. And then in 2002, the story of Star Wars was released on a three-disc video now color release. This was a portable video player made by Hasbro that can store up to 30 minutes of video. And so I think it was just like, hey, take your, you're taking your kids on a car ride, buy this video now thing, and you can just pop in DVDs and the kids can watch videos in the car. Never really went anywhere, but it, if you're interested, it's it's. And if you're interested in collecting this stuff, it's something you probably have to get. Attack of the Clones was released on DVD in 2002, and then R2D2 Behind the Dome. Did you ever see that? No, I did. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, that was packaged with, I think it was Attack of the Clones. Um, it was a fake documentary with the cast and crew of Attack of the Clones, um, telling the quote true story of R2D2. But they just made R2-D2 seem like a diva. Like, he's just difficult to work with. He's always late to set. They even had, like, Francis Ford Coppola have a cameo because he's friends with George Lucas complaining about how he remembered meeting R2-D2 for the first time. It's kind of funny. And it's short. It's 20 minutes long. So it doesn't outlive its welcome, so to speak. 2004 Star Wars Trilogy was released on DVD set for the first time. And these were the 97 special editions with Again, George tinkering with things, making changes. So it had some new changes. I think this is the first version, if I remember right, of Luke screaming, no, as he drops from Cloud City. No. Oh. Because they amped that up. That wasn't part of the original special edition release. And then they amped that up. And then um, they kind of toned it down in, in subsequent releases. Ewoks and droids were released on DVD. 2005, I don't want to go into each Clone Wars release. There was, <laughs> there's, there's so much. I probably should just stick to the movies, but 2005, the Tartakovsky Clone Wars re was released, and then a couple months later, Volume 2 was released of the Tartakovsky stuff. Original Trilogy was released with new box art for bo both widescreen and full screen. 2006 is the unaltered version of the Star Wars movie the um the version where they they went back to the original 1993 laser disc edition and they released that on uh See, i totally missed these that you didn't sucks. get this no because it was it wasn't a special edition right it was well two thousand right it's unaltered it was like however i say it's unaltered it is the 93 version of star wars so it did have episode four in it Mm -hmm. The original original just said Star Wars and then they cut to the crawl. It didn't have episode four, A New Hope in it. When it was originally released, it was until after. Okay. But it didn't have all out. the special effects that George added to it. No, no. This is what you would see in 93. And I didn't pick this up because I had it on VHS in 2006. It was about the time VHS started fading away. So I, I had a, a VHS player and I didn't feel like it was a priority. So I never picked that up. And I think it is still available relatively cheap i don't think it's um difficult to track down if you want to get that well I'll, but what do i know i haven't looked right. into it i'll have to look into it because every time you tell me something's hard to find we find it on macari yeah so don't listen to me i'm always <laughs> wrong about pricing i'm always wrong about what figures to track down so if i tell you don't track something down track it down because <laughs> i know nothing i know nothing sir uh, 2008, the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy were released in box sets on DVD. 2008 saw the release of Clone Wars, the movie, which a lot of people hated at the time because of Sky Guy and all that fun stuff that everyone hated about Ahsoka at the time. 
Um, I think I need know. to rewatch. I need to watch that because I'm sure it's on Disney Plus. Yep. Oh, and then 2011 saw a Blu-ray release of of what was at the time the Star Wars saga, the Skywalker saga, uh, which was the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy, plus tons of footage. The um, Boba Fett cartoon from the holiday special is a hidden feature on there. So uh, there's Easter eggs on this this disc. There's also the Yoda dancing sequence, which I think is on YouTube. Um, it's just Yoda. Yoda. Or was that, oh no, or was it the attack, uh, Return of Revenge of the Sith release? I don't know, forget it. But I do know that the Boba Fett cartoon is available on this version. And then again, uh, 2013, the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy was released on limited edition Steelbook. Um, I never picked up the Steelbooks, but it was around this time that I was gonna burp. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped my sale. 2014. Uh, I'm just gonna bring this up because I'm not going in all the Clone Wars, but Spark of the uh, Spark of Rebellion, which was the two episodes of uh, Star Wars Rebels put together, was released on DVD. Um, but then they would release, you know, all the complete season ones, Star Wars, the complete saga was released as a steel book um these were like each movie had its own release there was darth maul for phantom menace attack of the clones had yoda general grievous was on revenge of the sith and so on um emperor palpatine was return of the jedi so and then force awakens was released in 2016 you know uh, disney first thing they did was release these things on steelbook and then force awakens came out there was a 3d version which i have i have the regular version um 2017 rogue one there was a 3d version which i have again there's the regular version on blu-ray i have that as well uh 2018 saw star solo star wars story oh where's uh the force uh the last jedi was released in 2018 along with solo a star wars story resistance was released on season one of star wars Res resistance was released in 2019 Star Wars had a full release again in 2019. Each movie had its own kind of color theme and different box art, the complete Star Wars saga going all the way up to The Last Jedi. And then 2020 saw the release of Rise of Skywalker. Um, it's interesting because some of this stuff is going to be, they're not going to be releasing this stuff on, on DVD or Blu-ray anymore because they want you to stream it and people don't want the physical copies. I mean, there's a younger generation that'll be like, why do you even have this? You can just stream it. Right. That's what, that was going to be my question. Uh, how much is Disney shooting themselves in the foot? Because now they got Disney plus and none of this is effective anymore. Cause I've, I don't even know if I have rise of Skywalker on DVD because I can get it on Disney plus for free basically. Yeah. I have rise of Skywalker on uh blu-ray just because it's star wars and I, I probably will continue picking up the newer releases like i don't need 12 different versions of return of the jedi on on dvd or vhs or blu-ray but i will pick them up if it's like the first release but yeah like i don't have black widow on blu-ray because i can just stream it now right um i would imagine going forward it's it's tough to pick this stuff up when it's available i can just turn on my remote and play it yeah so yeah like you, to your point like yeah they're shooting themselves in the foot because i'm paying the six bucks to stream it versus giving them an extra 20 bucks to buy it right well i guess you know six bucks a month is better than 20 dollars one time but this is true but it is i mean disney plus is if you're a star wars fan it's it's worth having because all yeah it's a flick of the switch and you've got everything that star wars released in one place and it is because like even uh cars don't even have dvd player i mean dvd players cd players anymore so i mean the physical copies of stuff are, are disappearing right uh, you, you know it's hard to uh i mean just in music if you can't buy a cd anymore it's all streaming and it, it sucks as an artist 
because you're not making the money you were making, uh, you know, buying, selling a physical copy, you would make a lot more money, but now everything's moving to streaming, which, you know, back, it just, it's crazy to think, you know, you see it happening with, you saw it happen with records. You saw it happen with cassettes. You see it now you see it happen with DVDs and CDs, which is just physical copies of stuff is, is disappearing, which, you know, technology is getting pretty crazy. Yeah, I like the fact that I could just turn on my TV and stream from my phone. I just I, I miss the collector sets. I guess I don't know. I, I, yeah, I think it's a generational thing. Growing up, collecting those, getting those collection sets, collector sets, and and having them as part of your collection. That that is just transitioning out. Right. I actually thought the other day, somebody was listening to a podcast and somebody was talking about a Kindle, and I was like, that may make sense to get one of those because then you're not you don't have to have a library, but then again, it is kind of nice having that, you know, old school book that you're reading, but then we're just sounding like old men. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, I'm, Cause no, there's, there's an experience to reading a book. I've tried reading on Kindles and uh, it's, it's just tough. Like I like to know that I'm making progress in a book, progress in a book. I like to know that when I put a book down, I can see how far I am now, how much far I have to go. You can't do that with a Kindle. It's just, you're on page 20 of, of how many like it's tough right so no, I'm, I'm in the same boat yeah plus i mean and it also because you know you pay 20 bucks for a book you're going to pay 18 for something on the kindle and to me it just or you're paying the same price so it's like i'm getting a, a digital copy of something versus a hard copy of something they're spend the same amount of money and get a hard copy versus a digital copy as in mama you should have more of a break because they're not having to produce it. It's yeah. there. But then you also have to pay the, you got to pay the author. author. So it, it's hard as a, as an artist to be, you know, seeing both sides of it. Yep. So I have what the 92 release of star Wars. I have the, like we were mentioning before the one last time 95 release. I have the 97 special editions. I have a bunch of Blu-rays of uh, star Wars, attack of the clones or Phantom Menace. Revenge of the Sith. I have the Blu-ray version of all six films. Um, I have Solo. Like I've, I, I haven't bought any of the collection sets since the Blu-ray release, but um, I have picked up each individual movie as they come out. Came out. I have the, um, the one last time on Laserdisc, Return of the Jedi, which is like a double disc set, which is it looks like a vinyl record for those who don't know what Laserdisc is, except it's just like a giant CD. It's got video information on it, so it's it takes up more space. And then Empire right. Strikes Back, I have Laserdisc, and I think that's um, uh, early to 1990s, if I remember right. It's got the Gone with the Wind art on it, which I really like. Yeah, that's a pretty badass art. I know I've got uh, a bunch of the VHS. I, I did try to make a run of having the VHS copies, and I've actually got so many of them my in-laws up at their lake house have a VCR. So I keep a set up there mm. so we can watch the unaltered stuff. Yeah. And, uh, uh it is kind of weird because you, every time you put it in the VCR, you're praying it doesn't break, which yeah. is something you don't do. You don't have to deal with the DVDs, which is nice. But, uh, and I do have, actually, you were talking about the droids and the, uh, Ewoks VHS sets that came out in the early nineties. I found some at Goodwill for like a buck. So I picked those up. That's a steal. Yeah, it's just cool. I always seem to, if I go to Goodwill, I'll make a run. I do the perimeter, and then I try to check the the VCR or the VC, uh, VHS tapes because it's fun to have, uh, you know, the original stuff on VHS. If I like a movie, I try to find it on VHS just to, as a nostalgia factor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, like I was just saying before, I need to dig out my VHS player so I can watch the making of Star Wars. And from Jedi, Star Wars to Jedi, that's the one where like they show all the puppets and George is kind of standing around all the puppets from Return of the Jedi. Although, yeah. Awesome. Well, I've heard, uh, you know, speaking of puppets and stuff, I heard one of the things Frank Oz used to do. He's the guy that used to, he did Yoda. He would like stand there and, and get really still or whatever. And somebody would walk past Yoda and he'd start cursing at him as Yoda. <laughs> that must've been kind of funny. Actually, the, I saw just speaking of, of funny stuff, but I, I watched a Jeff Goldblum 
comedy special one time and he did Bobby's world. He did the voice of Bobby and he does a whole set of Bobby just cursing in Bobby's voice. Wait, is that Howie Mandel? Howie Mandel. Sorry, Howie Mandel. I was, I get names confused. Yes, I, yes, I knew yes, I was yes. saying it wrong. It's not uh, a Jeff Goldblum. It's yes. Howie Mandel. Although Disney Plus had the Jeff Goldblum show on Disney Plus is amazing. It is. Uh, they're coming out with a second season here this sometime this month, but or November. Uh, but yeah, Howie Mandel did a, a stand-up special and he did Bobby's World and he just all of a sudden just goes out and starts cursing at people in Bobby's voice, which is was amazing. It was fun to watch. Howie Mandel also did the voice of Gizmo. Gizmo. Yeah. I felt kind of bad because I was talking to that one guy who did all the Gremlins voices. And I'm like, yeah, my wife loves Gizmo. And he's like, Howie Mandel did that voice. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Oh, Jordan found this costume for tonight. (laughs) Oh, is that you that did the? (laughs) Was that you? What? No, that's not you. No, he found a nib nub. Never mind. (laughs) One of those. (laughs) when the (laughs) What's going on right now? I don't know. Never mind. Ignore the man behind the curtain. I thought it'd be something funnier than that. but <laughs> That went nowhere. It went nowhere. I will. Poor Glenn. It's some dude that took a nib nub and it's a couple of pieces of uh, what are those things? Tortillas and cut the eyes out and made them flip flop over and make, you know, somebody, another, somebody had done a make your own Star Wars contest costume contest a few years ago and that was one of those from it mm. yes i don't know what you're talking about now nine nub nine right is it nine yeah. number name nub i don't know. i got it close enough yeah you did the Sorry, guy that Rocky. took over nine up the guy that took over for chewy yep jonas yes did that ever bug you that hans that uh lando calvary and wore han solo's clothes it was confusing but it didn't bug me. Right. It's almost like if you're driving the Millennium Falcon, you need to have a uniform, which is a vest and a white shirt. But yeah, like he's maybe it was just another like we need to release a new action figure. Have they released that? No, Where's they haven't. No, because they've only got the general. Well, no, they've got the blue guy, the one in blue. They've got the guard that didn't disguise and then they got the general. Right, they didn't so release that. As one. far as vintage is concerned, they've never released Lando in his pilot gear. I guess. Right. I'm trying to remember. I can't remember any. I'm sure there has been a version of Lando as like a Millennium Falcon pilot or something like that. They released some crazy stuff in the 2000s, early to late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, I have it on the wall just, somewhere behind me. I just can't remember it. Right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Any. Anything else? Uh, not this week. I'm just trying to delay you so you <laughs> speed through getting ready to get ready for this Falcons game. I know. I don't even like the Falcons. Go Saints. Who that? But I'm gonna go because who is that? I love. I love that. Huh? Who is that? The Saints. Who that? Yeah. It's. Um, I do love that stadium, man. Like I said, I'm not a Falcons fan. I'm an Arthur Blank fan, and that stadium is a maze balls and you don't understand it till like two years ago we went to the or it was longer than that we went to the saints game uh saints falcons game on christmas eve and you get up in the upper levels of the superdome and it's cavernous not cavernous but it, it closes in on you and you know you're you know doing one of these where you're sucking it in because there's, there's just no room to walk around and then you go to get a burger you go to get a hot dog two hot dogs and a couple of beers cost me like 50 bucks where if you do that here it's like 20 yeah that sounds like a deal yeah yeah (laughs) you know you got to give i got to give it to arthur blank so anyway good job Artie. yeah man jason what are you dressing as tonight oh as a dad who has to hand out candy i i am so behind it is so not like me i've been distracted by getting ready for the winter social to be honest to um, invest into a costume this year so I have a Darth Vader costume if I want to throw something on. Um, I have a Chewbacca onesie. So I can just sit outside with my Chewbacca stuff. But uh, the intent is to put up a screen, uh, um, a shear, uh-huh. and then project the hitchhiking ghost from the Haunted Mansion onto it. So it looks like, 
you can see through them and uh, the kids passing by can see something ghostly, but um, we'll see. We'll see if I get that far. That's, that's what I'm trying to do tonight. And I've done zero testing. So I have no clue if this is going to work. I'm sure the kids are going to start early um, because they like to trick or treat, not my kids, but other kids, younger kids like to trick or treat when it's still sun out. So that doesn't work for projecting things. So. Yeah. I'm just hoping I can get back in time to blow the leaves off my front lawn. So people don't trip, but have Mandy do it. Yeah. Mandy don't know how to do the blower. It would blow her over, man. Uh, That's the one thing I did. Huh? You have a powerful blower. I do. I've got a backpack one that we were like, oh, back when powered. I had like, yeah, back when I had like 30 trees in the backyard, it, it was perfect, but now it's way over, way overpowered. But by the time I sell it and buy a handheld one, I'm going to, you know, I'd be break even. So there's no point. I'll just have the overpowered gas blower. Right. Which is awesome. Plus it's been raining for like two days. I was going to do it yesterday afternoon and I walk outside and it's raining. I couldn't. Yeah. Do it. Well, it's not raining today, and I, I have more lights to hang, so I got to do that. I got to clean up the garage. You've got to come over at some point to make that video. Yes, I do. We'll get it done. We'll do it next weekend or something. All right. All right, man. Have fun getting your ghost ready. Have fun getting drunk. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> I can't get drunk. I got to work tomorrow. Then don't get drunk. Have I'll fun not getting have a, drunk. Yes. I probably still have a beer or two. We'll see. This is the way.